Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Super Saturday, Portland. I hope your weekend's off to a wonderful start. Love to ask all of you how your weekend's going, but I can't do that. So we'll start with the most important man in the room, Will Dargins. What is happening? What a beautiful July morning, eh? Beautiful. Jeez, this weather is incredible this week. Incredibly frightening. Why? Why do you say that? What's the date today? February 12th. Day before the Super Bowl, two days before Valentine's Day. February 12th, and it is 60 degrees out. It's 43 degrees right now. Well, it's going to be 60. I know. It's awesome. Why are you mad at that? I can't be good, right? Why why does it have to be bad? Huh? Well, because usually in February, it's pretty cold and wet. No, you always get a couple of these uh, unicorn days. Usually you get a week week in February where it's way too nice. A week? Yeah, that's what we're getting right now. Interesting. It's fantastic. I've never heard of a week in February where it's 60 degrees. Okay. How, okay how, how about this? How about this? Chuckles. We'll go uh, 80 degrees uh, for the Super Bowl tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Here? No, no. Is the Super Bowl here tomorrow? Well, yeah, we're down in LA on Radio Row getting you ready for the Super Bowl. That would be sick if they sent us down there. They should have. What a waste of money that would I be, know. wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you think so? You're telling me that you and I wouldn't provide quality content worth the price of a couple uh, plane tickets and then uh, a single room with, uh, sorry, all we have is one king left. No, two rooms. Two rooms, not a single room. I have a bedtime routine you cannot look at. (laughs) 
they pony up. We end up in the uh, the deluxe mini suite. Ooh, yeah, junior executive suite. We got a deluxe mini suite uh, for my wedding. My wife and I uh, got married in Las Vegas. We were living in Las Vegas at the time, so we have our friends and family come and see us. Uh, my wife's family still lived in Vegas at the time. And uh, we decided that we're going to have the ceremony. Uh, they have the uh, lovely gardens outside of the Flamingo Hotel. That's where we get married. But we had the reception down the road at the Imperial Palace. They had a great deal on uh, one of their <sighs> banquet rooms. So we got two suites for the uh, for the wedding, right? So we, the night before, we had a... We had a get two? Well, because we had the reception. They gave us one. Oh. And then we had the wedding. They gave us one. And so my wife and all of her gal pals, maid of honor, bridesmaids, whatever, they used the suite at the Flamingo, and then they got it ready for our honeymoon suite. And then me and my best oh. man, what? what? Don't say it like that. The wedding night. You know what happens on the wedding night, don't you? I need moods. You know what happens on the, on the wedding night, don't I don't really you? want to imagine that. Oh, really? Not you. No? Not Sharon. No, All that's right. fine. No, no. That's the last thing I want to be thinking well, of. Well, but we remember, we were young and fit and all that. Yeah, I've so seen that, pictures of you when you were young. Oh yeah, I was a, I was about a, a seven. About, whoa, seven! Yeah, you're welcome. Holy, well, <laughs> wow. Seems uh, seems like a little bit of a backhanded uh, compliment there. Well, I think seven's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, what were you? What were what was beefcake Will? Beefcake, uh, beefcake fullback Will. Because oh, you're down age. about about uh, what forty pounds from your playing weight. Uh, yeah, I was probably the most attractive in my life, like in my mid to late twenties. Okay. What? Yeah. What? Well, what, actually, you know what? Very early thirties. There you go. Okay. What'd you peak at? Very early thirties. No, I understand. Oh. What was your number? Were you? Were you? An, you were oh. an eight? Were you nine? Uh, about an eight. Okay. About an eight. All right. So you're On giving a me a day. seven. I'll take. I had right. abs for like an afternoon. That was pretty cool. <laughs> good hair day. That was good sick. hair day. You could, you could peak up to an eight. And then I just decided to eat a lot. So anyways, uh, we got uh, the deluxe mini suite at the Imperial Palace. And me and my uh, best man were like, oh, yeah, we'll just share the deluxe mini suite. And that'll be our uh, our revelry headquarters for the, the groomsmen and the bachelor party and all that. We go into the deluxe mini suite. And it's basically a standard hotel room, mm. but instead of the second queen size bed, they've put in a mirrored bathtub. So picture like in the corner yeah. of the wall. So you walk in and where the beds would be. Not, yeah. Now there's you walk into a standard hotel room. You got the bathroom on your left. You got the closet on your right. That's all standard. Yeah. Nothing has changed about the bathroom. Then you walk into where the room is, and the wall immediately to your left is mirrored and then the corner is mirrored and then there's a giant bathtub there not connected to the bathroom you would have to get out of the bathtub walk through the hotel room to get back into the bathroom hey couples have you ever wanted to watch yourself having sex in a uh, tub in your hotel room yeah and then have to awkwardly uh duck wall out of there and go dry off in the bathroom have we got a hotel for you i'll tell you the deluxe mini suite at the imperial palace that thing was Sweet. Well, congratulations, and while I do appreciate that's the room that we would get. That's yeah, what I do appreciate that. I have to say that this is about football. This well, show. yeah. Well, of course it is. Yes, it's all about football. If, yes, I even got football sounds ready for you. Oh, do you? Ooh, yeah. Play you ready Ooh. for this? Yeah, let's hear some football sounds. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, you were ready for this. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> 
Uh-oh. I don't think these are footballs. Oh, <laughs> oh. no, no, Wait no. That's not right. Oh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you get this on a, on a CD yeah. of football sounds? Or well, was... it said it, it was online. It was just an MP3. It said football uh, XXX. <laughs> so I just downloaded it. Seems course, safe. I didn't <gasps> listen to it before I put it on. Well, here. Why would you? Is that you making sounds? That is not me. That's totally you making sounds. <laughs> what is going on? There's your football sounds. There's a stop button on that? Uh, no, the track's running. It's a two minute track. Hey. <laughs> You keep talking. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I mean, you put all this work into it. <laughs> oh, man. Two oh. minutes, huh? Yeah, we got a minute left. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What part of football is this? I don't know. I told you. I downloaded this from the internet. It said football sounds. XXX. I don't remember the XFL. Damn, it sounds like this. To be quite honest, this is probably some of the sounds you hear in the internet. Oh, goodness. That's a nasty cold. Picture <laughs> 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 somebody get in the car and turn it on. Huh? Huh? the fans huh? still up from last night when they're listening to whatever. <laughs> shut off Freddie and <laughs> Fitzsimmons. <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> Jeez. You like that? That was mm. fantastic. Are you ready for the Super Bowl now? <laughs> yes, now I'm ready for the Super Bowl. I don't think you could have been ready any other way than hearing those football sounds. True, those football sounds got me pumped up. That'll probably be our bumper music for the rest uh, of the show. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, I was saying, you're complaining that uh, the it's too warm for your liking. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's nice, but at the same time, I'm also thinking about the whole, like, planets warming thing. Yeah, 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 because you're, uh, you're one of those guys. So, you just can't be happy that you get a nice day in February. Like, God forbid. So, the Super Bowl in, uh, in Los Angeles, they're expecting it to be somewhere in the mid-80s for kickoff. Mm. Now, is that sending alarm bells to you? And where do you think the hottest Super Bowl ranks? What's well, the temperature? Me, what's the hottest Super Bowl of all time? What's the hottest Super Bowl of all time? So oh, yeah, like okay. like it like so oh, if Arizona. alarm bells are going off, yeah, yeah. is is there precedent for a Super Bowl in the mid eighties? Uh, well, here's what I will tell you too. California is going through a uh, heat wave right now and mm-hmm. getting bad winds, and there's actually a wildfire that's about twenty miles east of um, the stadium. So they are actually worried now that smoke will start to filter in. Because it is open air. It does have a roof, but it is an open air stadium. Yeah. So, yeah, that would not be, not so be would super suck. ideal. Look, I don't mean, look, I, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer about the Super Bowl or anything. Hottest I mean, Super Bowl ever, 85 degrees. 85 degrees. In okay. Pasadena. Look, 
I'm trying to be positive. I brought football sounds to this. <laughs> okay. We heard the football sounds. I got I was ready for today. You're ready. And then I brought up the weather. How yeah. dare how dare oh, I Oh you. Yeah, you and your weather talk. Well, what about you? What are you doing for the Super Bowl? What am I doing what? for the Super Bowl? What, what's Luke Anderson doing for the Super Bowl? He's got his chili, his wings. No, no. His no. Nope. We do the we do the nacho bar for the Super Bowl. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah, we do nacho bar. But here's the thing. We're not hosting it this year. Oh, nice. My Well, ah, it's good, I don't man. know. That's pretty nice to host the Super Bowl. Because guess what? You don't have to leave your house. Yeah, then you got to clean up though. No, you don't have to clean up. I mean, yeah, at least oh. not, yeah, at least a week. I've got I've got two oh. kids that are just going to ruin the house anyway. So it's like, yeah, just leave it a mess. Just leave it. Leave, uh. Uh, it's just vomit. Leave it. It'll be fine. Uh, no, my sister's going to host the Super Bowl, and then uh, we were going over the uh, the checklist for the nacho bar, and uh, my brother does have a six pound can of nacho cheese. Whoa! So I think we're ready to go. Is I that mean, the one at the Winco? I do see I those cans. Of- I think it's Winco. <laughs> Nice. It just looks massive. So I don't know how that thing is going to be consumed. I don't know how it's going to taste, but yeah, it's, uh, it's ready to go. So all we need to do is get a big pile of chips. I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to make Buffalo chicken, not nachos is, is my plan. Mm. The the thing about the nacho bars, you just lay everything out and people can go nuts on it, but I'm going to definitely do a Buffalo chicken. My wife makes a very nice blue cheese dressing and Mm. put some real blue cheese crumbles on and melt it right on top of the Buffalo chicken. Oof. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that one. I'm debating whether or not to go kettle chips or blue corn tortilla chips. Cattle. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you go cattle. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. There's people out there who are adamant about the idea that kettle chips are garbage, like the brand. Really? Yeah. It's a local Mm. company. Started right here in Oregon. You know that, right? Hey, believe you me, I am a kettle chips fan like in and out. Are they, are they saying they're too crunchy? What's what's their problem with the uh, kettle chips? Say it breaks away from the traditional. Now, this was from a article I remember about. <laughs> wow, like, so they were so angry they wrote it yes, down? Yes, there was an article Jeez. about six months ago, I remember, in Eater that was, well, it was more a blog than anything, but this person basically made the argument that, like, kettle chips are oh, the laziest effing chips ever because it's literally just cut up potatoes yeah. And they look like crap and they feel like crap in your mouth. This is the person writing. And they said that like they've gotten so ridiculous with all the flavors that like it just it demeans the the uh, spirit of a chip. <sighs> now, this is a food snob, mind you. Well, obviously. Yeah. This here if you don't like something, don't eat it. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. uh, you know how many chips there are in the chips aisle? A lot. Move on, dude. Yeah, I don't like kettle chips. All right, like, do, do does he show up? Like, how often do you show up to a party and it's like ugh, only kettle chips? I'm out of here! Like, like what what is happening in this guy's life where he's being forced to eat kettle chips? Like, that's the story. Don't write don't write the story about how you hate kettle chips. Tell me the story where you're constantly forced to eat kettle chips. Where did so, kettle chips touch you? Yeah. Show me on this bear where the kettle chips touched you. Yikes. What? The only flavor of kettle chips I don't like is Korean barbecue. Fine. Don't eat them. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I have uh, the barbecue, the sour cream and onion, but yeah. the dill pickle ones. Mm. Yeah. Chef's kiss, my friend. Yeah. I've, I've had them. All right. 
Uh, the Buffalo Blue Ridge Cut. Uh, uh, I haven't had those. Those are my favorites. Okay. Uh, but I also put them on top of a Bloody Mary. Every time I get them, it is to uh, accompany a Bloody Mary. A what? Bloody Mary. You put potato chips yeah. on a Bloody Mary? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Because they're delicious. What? Uh, the, the, the hold density on. Explain to me the process by which you are drinking and eating these chips and drink. What do you mean? What's going on? Like you, you make the drink and then you just crush them up? What happens? No. No, what? No. Have you ever seen a Bloody Mary? They're garnished mm. with food items. So what you do is you uh, you make your standard Bloody Mary. First thing I do, tapatio, uh, to get the rim uh, ready to accept the salt. I use lemon pepper as a salt, salt oh and my. rim. Yeah. Go. Then you make your Bloody Mary, and you can make your own or whatever. Mr. Uh, and Mrs. T's does just fine. Uh, you can go bold and spicy or just regular. Very good. Mix it with some vodka. Absolute papar is nice because it adds a little extra pepper spice to it. You can add a little extra horseradish. If you're going to add a, a salsa to it or um, hot sauce, Frank's Red Hot is actually sneaky good in there. Do a little bit of that. Then you build it. You have the whole thing built up. Now what you want to do is make a uh, small cheeseburger. Put that on a skewer. And then on another skewer, what you're going to do is uh, add all your pickled vegetables. Pickled okra, pickled asparagus, a regular pickle. Sometimes people just forget the pickled cucumber. Quite good on it. Sounds uh, like a lot for a drink. Yeah, it is. Blue cheese stuffed olive. It's really a meal. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that coming in. But yeah, well, this is the thing. Okay, man. So then you put uh, blue cheese stuffed olives or like the whole garlic stuffed where it's like the entire uh, uh, piece of clove of garlic just shoved right into the olive. Uh, at least a couple olives on there. And then uh, you've got your two skewers sticking out and your straw. And then you just uh, drop a pile of potato chips on it. Buffalo Blue. Mm. They go really well with the uh, with the Bloody Mary, the burger that you've made on your other skewer, and the pickled vegetables. It's a wonderful combination. All right. Yeah. Sounds okay. I, I will say this, though. I'm not, I, I was never a fan of Bloody Marys. Yeah, well, there you go. It was, I wasn't a fan of drinking in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I feel like can't you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Yeah, but like you can't order a Bloody Mary at like five in the evening. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. You, you can, you drink, but. Yeah, no, you drink in the morning. Yeah. yeah you're like, well, what time is it? Like, like one o'clock might be your cutoff for a Bloody ooh, Mary. Oh, boy. That's even pushing it. That means you probably don't have a lot going on that day. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> a Bloody Mary is the universal signal for it. I got much going on today. Oh, really? See, yeah, now, yeah, like, I used to have the opinion that like if I could probably drink up until 10 a.m. and still function pretty well and still go do stuff. Wait, but if you're drinking at 1 in the afternoon? Yeah, 1 in the afternoon, you're already kind of in the the cut of stuff. Now, this is excluding yeah. anything where, like, your day is centered around drinking, say, the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I'm saying, like, this is a Friday and, like, you went out to a business brunch or whatever or, like, yeah. you just decided to have three beers in the morning. Like... Yeah. I think anything before 10 a.m., you're probably still high-functioning. After that, it's getting a little hairy. A little confused. A little confused by this. You're high-functioning if you're drinking before 10 a.m., Yeah. but if you start at 1, you've thrown <laughs> your day away. There's too much going on. There's too much. You're already in meetings. You okay. already got stuff going on. But you give yourself that buffer of 10 to, like, noon, where yeah. not a lot happens at work. I mean, quite honestly, <laughs> do you do a lot of work from 10 to noon? Yeah, that's oh, really? optimal. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's well, you, you don't do anything from noon to three. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We know where you. We know where you work. What do you mean? All right. I'm back here pushing buttons. I got a lot going on yeah, back here. I'm confident that you do. Hey, dude, I have to design incredible soundscapes. Have you heard this? Uh, <laughs> when, when did you hear that? More football sounds <laughs> and Super Bowl talk to kick things off. This is the center of the same on Gross. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Oh, welcome back in. Uh, Luke Anderson right here. Will Darkins right there. Uh, at 10.15, we're going to do a quick interview uh, for the Sportsman Show. It's coming back to Portland. All the, uh, all the expos, all the big shows took a hiatus, but they're coming back. Golf show's back in March, too, so. Nice. I know. It is kind of nice. Mask mandates going away, <clears throat> hitting record high temperatures. Everything in the world's going the right way. When's that mask thing supposed to go away? March 31st at the latest. Oh. So maybe even sooner. We're less than two months away from no more indoor mask mandates, but they will hang on for mass transit centers. So if you are getting on an airplane, a train, a Greyhound bus, or you're in a scooter gang, I think you need to still wear them. I'm pretty, uh, <clears throat> I, I've, like, it doesn't really affect me much anymore, the mask thing. Like, I don't really notice it. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, it's whatever. It's second nature at this yep. point. So. Yeah. Yeah. But one less thing you got to worry about. There because you go. They, they still do run into the, uh, ah, crap, I forgot about this. Yeah. Yeah, there are some people that have just given up on it anyways, and I think... For the most part, people have stopped enforcing it already, especially now that you have that timeline. But yeah, I've been out a lot more and you're seeing people just going around. The problem with the people not wearing masks is they're all looking for a fight. You just see it in their eyes. They're just looking at you going, tell me to put a mask on. What? Tell me to put a mask on. I'm like, Linda, calm down. You're fine. Just you tell me to put my mask on. You ain't going to tell me my babies that we can't wear <laughs> mask. Hey, you know what tomorrow is? The Super Bowl. Uh, you asked me what I was doing. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? What's your big plan, man? Uh, just my brother's coming over and we're ordering pizzas. And then uh, my mom, our mom, my, who, yikes, Freudian slip. My wife is uh, making a dessert. That's it. That's it? Yeah. So no food? Well, pizza. Oh, pizza and dessert. Yeah. yeah there you go. That's it. Uh, yeah. This is your first Super Bowl. You and your brother decided to have kids at the same time. We did. 
Uh, so this is the first one with the kiddos. So you guys are going to just be bouncing babies on your knee watching uh, the game? No, we got a uh, <clears throat> we got a big ass mat that's like uh, you put it on the ground and it's uh, <laughs> a mat for the ground. Well, it's like a uh, it's like a football field and you're going to have them play. Put a helmet on your. It's, I you have wish a niece, that right? was it. <laughs> Your son gets a Rams helmet. Uh, he had a little girl, right? Uh, he had a girl. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but the, the niece gets the uh, gets the the Bengals ha- helmet, and then just have him scrap it out, and then place bets on that. Put it on uh, put it on Instagram. Should do that. It's not too late. Get home and crochet yourself a couple football helmets. Now, uh, as cool as that might sound, uh, the reality is it's two sober guys that don't like to uh, gamble watching a football game. <laughs> So you're not going to get drunk and bet on your kids fighting? What? I know. Hey, man. uh, Ten years ago? Well, I'm there. Yeah? Let's go, baby. Is this the the best helmet matchup in Uh, Super Bowl history? uh, That we could have or just of all time? Well, I mean, I guess we could. Ravens and Niners was pretty sweet. Oh, you like the Ravens helmets? I'm not a huge fan of the. I don't mind the color scheme, but yeah, that bird. I like that bird. Yeah, get that bird out of here. That bird's it's a good bird. Meh. It's a quality bird. And you like the Niners? Yeah, it's classic. Yeah, I don't know. This one love the Niners helmet. What's that? I would say the 49ers helmet is probably the most recognizable in the NFL. Ooh, over Packers? If you showed it to somebody that didn't know football mm. or the NFL, I think they could reasonably tell you what that was. I'm not yeah. going to say they're like, San Francisco 49ers, but they'd say something like either like, oh yeah, that's like the San Francisco team or, oh, that's an NFL team or, oh, that's, yeah, you know, oh, that's Joe Montana's team or something. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Green Bay, close second. Green Bay, close second. All right. All right. Uh, Cowboys is one I would say would be the most iconic. That's the, that's the one if you were going to draw like the, here, here it is. The, the best classic helmet for me with just the logo on the side is the Raiders. And now they no. see. I don't like the Raiders helmet. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. Not a fan of black and silver. I guess gray. Really, <laughs> silver and black. Sure, there you go. Silver and black. Come on, man. Come on. That's I don't know. That's that's a good look. That's one that you can't really change. I, I was watching uh, the playoff game, the Bengals Raiders, and you just kind of look at it and you just go, man, that's that's a good looking uniform. I think it's just super it's a simple. Any game. I don't know if it's a gritty game. Now they're playing in the, you know, the the glitz and the glamour of Vegas, and it fits just fine. They played in Los Angeles at work. They played in Oakland. That 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 uniform travels. Of course, they can't find a home for them, but no. that's a whole that's a whole another thing. Um, so you're not a fan of the Rams or and Bengals helmets? Uh, no, I like them. Yeah, they're good. All right, they're good helmets. All right. All right. Well, well, how do you want to break this thing down? You want to go team by team? You know what I want to do? I want to I want to just go personnel. Like I want to go to the Bengals secondary and I want to break down every single one of those guys in the Bengals secondary. I did listen to Dusty talking about uh, coverage schemes that they're going to do. Cover six, cover four yesterday. He was breaking down X's and O's. Yeah, I don't think we're that kind of show, though. No, we're definitely. <laughs> Have we ever done that breaking down scheme? I'm sure we did it once. Probably. Then <laughs> I glazed over as you started talking about it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the uh, the air conditioner went off in your head. So blah, 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 cover through the. Wonder. Uh, I wonder what I'm going to do when I get home after this. <laughs> What's going on in your head? I wonder. Uh, oh gosh. Hope the kids are down for a nap so I can make jerky. What? <laughs> 
Uh, do you have your jerky questions ready for the sportsman show interview <laughs> that we're doing? Uh, I guess so. Okay. Get those get those ready. We'll talk about that next, yeah. in the next in the next hour, as they say. Cool. All right. Let's take a look at the Rams. What do the Rams have to do to win this game? We'll start there. We'll talk about that next after this sports center update. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Super Bowl 56 is tomorrow. It's finally here. I think this game has been exhausted from every single angle, except, I mean, you're not ready for the Super Bowl until you've heard Will Darkins' definitive breakdown of oh. each of these teams. We're going to start with the home team. Back-to-back years, after never having a team play a Super Bowl in their home stadium, back-to-back years, you've got a team playing at home. This year, of course, the Los Angeles Rams. Now, I do have to correct you slightly because the Rams are technically not home. That Well, they're oh, not. Oh, oh. <laughs> are the Chargers hosting it and they're in the visiting locker rooms? <laughs> well, I... It's uh, true, they're not, yeah, they're oh, not home. Yeah. They, they are the away team, technically. Okay, are they, sleeping, stupid, in their, are they sleeping in their houses? <laughs> are they, probably. do they play Los Angeles? Yeah, What was was Tampa the home team last year? I don't know. Did they, how, did, how, did they they deci- how did they decide the... I think higher seed from the conference. Wait a second. Rams are fifth, pretty sure. Yeah, I guess the Bengals were a division winner. Yeah. Wait, no, Rams weren't fifth. Didn't they win the division? I don't know. Cardinals won the division. Yeah. No? Did they? Sure. No. Rams won the division. Now, geez. Now I got to go back and look at it. All right. So you want my definitive. Th- this is what everybody, th- everybody's been waiting for this, Will. Oh, okay. Everybody has been waiting for this. So what's the line right now? <laughs> the line? Like three and a half, right? Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, 12 and five Rams won the division. Okay. So we got like three and a half, right? Sure. Uh, doesn't that seem a bit low? I don't know. I mean, aren't the Bengals the worst offensive line in football? Quite yeah. possibly football history, in fact. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, they're look, very Joe bad. Bur- they are. Joe Burrow was sacked more than anyone else in the NFL. Yeah, that's really bad. Now, I'm pretty sure the best player in football, at least in my opinion, is on the defensive line. On the other side, right? Yep. I'm a little confused. Why now? It's the Super Bowl, and that's why people are kind of building this up to be like, "Oh, this could be a good game." I have a very <laughs> sneaking suspicion that this might turn into like a bloodbath, and very quickly, in fact. Really? Because, yes. Because uh, look, we're all forgetting the Chiefs had that game won, dude. The AFC until title they game until yes, they didn't. Until they didn't. But the Chiefs. Had that thing won. Yep. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Now, everybody calls the Bengals a second-half team, but as one Dusty Hera pointed out yesterday, the Bengals averaged the highest amount of points this past season, actually, in the second quarter. Okay. So, really, what they're doing is carrying a little bit momentum into halftime, into the third quarter, and there's this whole idea, hey, maybe the other team's just letting up a bit, right? Eh, yeah. Seems odd, but... Well, Look, that's what you can draw from it. Yeah, or they make better adjustments. That could be too. Yeah. So I have Andy Reid made no adjustments. Yes. Now, here's the second point to that. What is Andy Reid known for in terms of being a crappy coach sometimes? 
Yeah. Game management. Yeah. No adjustments. Exactly. <laughs> so it was kind of the perfect storm for the Bengals to beat the Chiefs. It was a long shot. I'll give you yeah. that. But it happened. Now, against the Rams, I'm having a very hard time seeing that. Everybody points to, well, the Rams had a really hard time beating the Buccaneers, you know, and that was a lot of luck there. Matt Stafford pretty much almost gave the 49ers the game. Oh, man. They, boy, did they. I know. Jeez. But that factor right there, which is you are playing a truly atrocious offensive line with yeah. an incredible player. And then, by the way, too, Von Miller, who they have very strategically not put in a lot for this very situation to yeah. say, dude, we're just going to blow everything you got on this game. Just go in there and be a wild. Well, man. this, this is exactly what Les Snead has done to set this team up for where they are right now is they've mortgaged any future draft picks. They haven't had a first round draft pick since Jared Goff. Uh, he ain't there no Ugh. more. The one before that was Todd Gurley who got them. They, hey, listen, you can say what you want. Goff and Gurley got them to a Super Bowl. And had Todd Gurley been healthy that year, that looks very, very different. Dude, they, Todd Gurley was a dog. Like people forget. He was. He was the, a bulldog, a Georgia bulldog. Yeah, that's great. Ah. No, dude, he he was yeah. like he was one of the most dynamic players I've ever seen. Sure. He was insane. Yeah. When it, until his knee stopped working yeah. in the middle of their Super Bowl run. I mean, remember, it was like slowly he was just kind of moved out. And they brought in um Oh, gee, now I can't even remember the, the back. CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson. Like with fat ass CJ Anderson. Plus 40 pounds from his Broncos days. Just going and rolling. And they almost they almost won the thing. So now you have the all-in strategy, chips all the way into the table. But on the other side, man, I'm telling you, you've got you've got a team that has nothing to lose. They don't they don't belong here. So even if they do get blown out, had they got blown out by the Chiefs, had the second half of that game looked just like the first half, the Bengals were already playing with house money. But here's the thing in in your experience. You played Division I college football for the mighty Oregon State Beavers. Football! How many games did you play where you had zero chance of winning? Uh at what point? From the very beginning? Like, yeah, from the oh. start. How many like you walked in and you know, well, we ain't winning this one. Oh, like just, uh, hmm. Cause you want some I big, mean, you want some big football games. Yeah, get some I mean, really good teams. Nobody has that feeling. I think to your point, Well, but you do at certain points. Now, one I do remember was Penn state where we were down, I think like 21 zero with about like two minutes left in the first quarter. And I was like, yeah, I don't sure. Sure. I, probably not today. <laughs> 100% understand that. But going into the game, you always have a puncher's chance. Yes. And college football is far less competitive than the NFL is. Yeah. How many times did you go into a game where you're like, oh, we got this. And then you had that same feeling. You're like, we don't got this. Uh, Once. Yeah. Because it was Washington State when they were Washington State. Sure. When they were truly the Cougs. <laughs> Never that home. How many, how many, how many times did they play in the game tomorrow? once playing at one time man like yes it, it can go lopsided like did anybody see the blowout between the seattle seahawks and the denver broncos coming from a mile away no because if you did you're lying like oh i'm a hawks fan i knew they were gonna kick the crap dude that was the year peyton manning was good he wasn't good that was the year peyton manning was great in denver i mean that was a behemoth rolling in there yeah, dude it, MVP. Gets, it gets out of, it gets out of control man and it goes the wrong way really quickly in football games the thing about this Bengals team is they're resilient and they're not gonna they're not gonna give up just because they get down so i'm looking forward to what is to me 
as good a matchup as you can have because it's it's two teams that haven't done it. McVay and his story and being back into a second one, Matt Stafford being in the big game for the first time. And like you said, he threw a ball that should have lost them that game against the 49ers. Yeah. And, and he's prone to making those mistakes. And the thing is, he's made the mistakes. They haven't just been, they just haven't been capitalized on to this point. And you look at these Bengals and yeah, they probably should have lost. I mean, they were down what 10 to the Titans in the second quarter of that game too. So you have these, these moments where they just go out there. But if you look at, at the Rams to me, I think the story is, can they get it done with this strategy? Because I think the NFL is going to look at it and go, Maybe those first-round draft picks aren't as important. And if you see more teams going out there and going, screw it, just pushing the chips, I think I think that ends up being a big one. With the Bengals on the other side, why I think it's important that they play well in this or or, or the reasons that it would be cool if they won, we'll get into that in hour two. Because right now, we got to get to something we call good versus evil. That's next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. Yeah, this is the way these new kids communicate. This is the way they break up, Skip. They just unfollow each other. Yep. We're instead done. of instead That's of true. instead of communicating and having okay, having a sit down, go and uh who have Steve Kime, I don't know who the general manager is there, I'm Cliff Kingsbury. If there's something going on, yep. go down, go to uh, uh, Arizona, sit down, talk to him and say, man, this is my problem. There's a guy that will clog your toilet at a Super Bowl party. Really? It's not if, it's when. It's when. Okay. Shannon Sharp. This Does he week, even lock the door? What? Does he even lock the door? No. <laughs> Shannon oh, Sharp. Shannon. Oh, Shannon. He'll do whatever hey. he wants. No, you're in here. This week, Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray scrubbed all mention of the Cardinals from his Instagram account. Murray has also deliberately unfollowed the Cardinals on Instagram and Twitter. A Cardinals staffer responded by making the team page, the team Instagram page rather, just have two photos, both of Murray. Murray has now been radio silent about any unhappiness he's experiencing with the organization to cause this cryptic move. Do you see Kyler Murray getting traded on draft day? Ooh, on draft day, that would be spicy. Um, I don't. I now think about the Cardinals this season because it's there's definitely an issue. It's not sustainable, and everyone knows it. Okay, so th- this is my this is my question: Is this is this is a big deal for you kids? If you unfollow somebody, it's odd. It seems odd. That's what that's what it seems to me. It seems odd. I don't know what it means. Is it irreconcilable differences or is it just somebody being kind of petty and what the conversations are behind the scenes? I mean, this seems very silly because if he wanted to, there's a million radio sports radio shows in this country that would be glad to have him in. And there's even more podcasts that would love to have him on. I'm sure he has his own podcast. So if he wanted to say something that he was upset, we kind of know what that looks like. Even Russell Wilson was able to drop hints he was unhappy. Now he seems to be happy, which is wonderful for Seahawks fans. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not reading into it the point where you're getting rid of, rid of a franchise quarterback already. Uh, I'd like to thank Matt LaFleur and his perfectly groomed eyebrows 
<laughs> we had met here. Oh. Bree, thank you. Great job tonight on those. But in all seriousness, two out of three years winning this thing, you're a huge part of this. I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks for trusting me, supporting me, empowering me, and making things easy for me. There's out-of-touch COVID douche Aaron Rodgers. The Packers quarterback was named MVP for the NFL the second straight year. It's his fourth time overall. His acceptance speech during Thursday's nationally televised NFL honors generated not just a lot of speculation about where he'll be playing next season, but also a healthy dose of why the hell did you wear a corduroy suit? Corduroy is fantastic. Will you remember his season for the MVP or the whole COVID silliness? Oh, I'm trying to get over the COVID silliness as quick as I can. I'll remember it for the MVP uh, more than anything. I'll remember the COVID thing, but not fondly. Like the, the, the whole, the whole COVID experience will not be forgotten, but I will try my damnedest. So yeah, listen, it's, there's so many people making so many bad decisions and Aaron Rodgers is so often unlikable that they're just going to kind of run together. Dude, and another MVP season that ended in a yeah. early playoff exit. Now see, that's is, what That's going to be the legacy yeah. that Aaron Rodgers has. And then you'll be like, oh yeah, wasn't he a douche too? Yeah, he was. A, he was. That is actually incredibly accurate to how I will remember yeah. Aaron Rodgers probably 10 years. Actually, no, here, here's the first thing. This guy needs to keep playing until he wins something yes. or he gets carted off. And I hate to say it that way because you don't want to see somebody decline. Like Br- Brady could have left whenever he wanted. He could have, he, w- he had a welcome invitation. Yeah. Rodgers needs to win something before he, you know, blows up his whole career if he wants to be remembered fondly. I think the first thing that'll come to mind is most talented quarterback of all time. No. Yes. No. Yes. Hundred percent. No way. He checked every box, dude. Sure. Yeah. He was as talented as anybody. Steve Young still goes down as as the most talented. Michael Vick as the most talent. Oh boy. Talent. Yikes. Oh come on. I'm not gonna get into this argument. Really? I don't think I don't. I'm not saying that you're completely wrong. He's in the conversation, but there is a conversation. Uh, Most anything of ever is just a stupid thing to talk about, and you're stupid. I know it's something ever. Greatest sound effect ever. Do it. Uh, I'd like to thank I'm Master Floor. I'm, I'm tired of there right now. I just want to like, get some wine and get into bed and, and, and wake up tomorrow and feel good about what, what tomorrow has in store. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens as far as the, the deadline. And, but other than that, I'm kind of just focused on what we can do to be better. There's LeBron sounding like a little bitch, despite the <laughs> Lakers looking nothing like the championship contender that they were built to become, free falling in the standings, losers of six out of the past eight games. LA, for whatever reason, did not pull the trigger or make any moves at the trade deadline Thursday. They instead are quote unquote focusing on the buyout market. Yeah. What do the Lakers look like next season? Ooh. Um,. I don't know what the contract situations are for everybody, but if you're not under contract, you're not coming back. I don't know how they can get rid of Russell Westbrook, uh, but I think that's job number one. I think you strip it down to everybody but LeBron and AD and see if you can rebuild it. Oof. But they kind of did that last year. Yeah. So I listen. They're too valuable of assets to move on from, uh, and I don't know that LeBron is is diminishing and being the reason around it. But man, they need to stop letting him be the architect. That's for sure. I don't know if this is a conversation we'll have in hour two, but I think it's uh, uh, 
this is interesting because I think the Lakers are kind of at a situation that the Trailblazers are at right now. Ooh. And it's the fact that you are one foot in, one foot out on your perennial star. Oh, you're no, like no, you're no. trying to make uh, things work uh, with LeBron bad. and AD, and you're like you're you're like oh let's try this and this and maybe it'll work. But the other path you could take is, well maybe you should just blow the whole thing up. Yeah, but again you're always trying. This this is the thing about free agency and trades and and all of the player movement and the p- player empowerment and they choose where they want to go and they get what they want to do. Man, it just doesn't always work. James Harden just got traded from the Nets. When that that trade was made, it was like, dude, cheat code. They're going to win multiple championships. Uh, Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie and, and James Harden are going to be unstoppable. Dude, they didn't even make it to an NBA Finals. They didn't make it to an Eastern Conference Finals. And the thing is already blown up. Dude, This it's just a difficult thing to do. And Portland loves to cry about it. How the Blazers never try anything. Dude, they just blew up the entire team and we're still crying about it. Uh, just shut up. Not everything. Uh, oh, get rid of Dame now. Oh, oh sh- get out of here. What? You're stupid eye Why wouldn't you explore it? Who says they haven't? Uh, me. Okay. And I know everything. You're an idiot. All right. Time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from the Super Bowl. Oh, football. I made it Super Bowl thing. Nice. So it's not it's not funny. It's not there's nothing really. Uh, I don't know. Let's see your favorite story. Uh, okay, so there's this uh, company bit bid bid it bid it whatever, uh, and they are offering people a ten thousand dollar prize if you take a picture of your poop and send it to them during the Super Bowl. A super poop. Is that what it is? On Wednesday, the bidded attachment company took to social media to announce Super Bowl Monday. Oh, it's a Monday poop contest. An online contest in which participants are asked to submit photos of their post-Super Bowl game poops. Now, the reason I bring this up, it's especially apropos for what we've been talking about this hour. You and your family are about to have a nacho bar. Yes, we are. On Super Bowl Sunday. Sure. Will you compete? Ooh. You should. Yeah, why not? You are going to have nacho bar with blue cheese. I'm sure you're going to drink like five beers. You need to do this. Five beers? (laughs) One per quarter. Uh, what what I'm, what's the criteria that they're judging on? Is uh, it is this a contest like the most visually aesthetically appealing poo, or is it just like, hey, we're just gonna grab a name out of the poop hat, <laughs> the poop top hat, <laughs> just out of the toilet? They can fill the toilet with all the names of the entries and pull one out. Tushy, which is the name of this company, okay, will accept entries uh, from about three thirty. Uh, 3.30 on Sunday okay. until the end of day, uh, Valentine's Day. To oh, oh, that, you know what? Yeah. How romantic. It's a Valentine's Day. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. To enter, social media users must either post or DM their post or DM their poop photos on either Twitter or Instagram. Sure. Participants are required to follow Hello Tushy on both platforms and must tag the company's account and include the hashtag... Tushy Super Bowl. Bow. Bow. Thank you. Yeah. Those who post their poop photos rather than DM them must also have public profiles. So wait a minute. Doesn't that have something to do with like against um, 
against uh, Twitter policy? I, I mean, I can't just like post pictures of my dumps, can I, I on think, Twitter? I think you can. I imagine really? if you search Twitter well enough, there's probably a couple profiles. That's all they do. Yeah, let's look it up. Yeah, well, go for it. Uh, they don't have uh, the restrictions. They just did the uh, the the headlight ad for uh, for Adidas. They showed all the women's breasts bare, just out there for the public to view on Twitter. So <laughs> you you found it, didn't you? Some guys just taking these daily dumps. Uh, this is a woman who. Oh, is... it's a woman. Wow, she uh, is just pooping in her pants. All right. Like on a daily basis? No, just like in front of the camera. Oh, she's just letting it go. All right. Yeah, there's a lot. Wow. Yeah, a lot of poop. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are just pooping. You've just never, you've never thought to look because. Oh, why would you? Now here's a woman who's. Oh. (laughs) No pants? Uh, All right. Well, we lost Will for the rest of the show. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that this was on Twitter, just people pooping. Yeah. This is kind of ridiculous, the fact that Twitter just allows people to take dumps on their uh, media. Yeah. Well, Social I mean, media site. let's be honest. Some of your hot takes are pretty much the same thing. Hey-oh. My yeah. takes are not crap. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Some of them. I put a lot of effort into yes, this Yes, I know that you do. All right. That's our good versus evil. It's brought to you by... <laughs> Let's drop that for the week. A lot of effort. Brought to you by 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Hey, if you want to do something a little different, if you're supposed to bring food to your Super Bowl party, stop by, grab some Hawaiian food from 808. You can order it right on their website, ate-oh-ate.com. In hour two, we'll talk about the Bengals. Uh, We are going to have uh, our new best friend, uh, Trey uh, Karskadon. I'm gonna th- I hope I'm saying that right. He's going to join us from the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. That'll be the Expo Center uh, this week. Uh, and then uh, you want to break down uh, what the roster changes for the Lakers and the Blazers that need to happen this summer? I mean, we should probably talk about the Blazers. Uh, we can talk there. about the Blazers. We do All need right. to talk about but it. We'll start things off with the Bengals. we do that next. This is the Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fame. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.